This is Bulls Beat on USF Bulls Unlimited. Each weekday morning, Bulls Beat is your stop for exclusive interviews, highlights, and the very latest on all sports at the University of South Florida. With today's show, here's your host, Derek Sharp. It's a big one tonight at the Yingling Center. It's been a great semester in the classroom, and it's golf. That's the first segment here for you in our second segment. It's a lot of interviews. You're going to hear from Daniel Cantu. You're going to hear from twin brothers Hunter and Tanner Mink on the baseball side. And on the softball side, Hallie Bryant and Bailey Lystel. Tonight is a big one at the Yingling Center. Plenty of conversation about the men's basketball team. And we'll sort of tell you when it's going to air later on today. The Brian Gregory Show, which debuted last night. If you follow us on Twitter, you knew it was going to sort of pop up at around 8 o'clock in and around our 2015 football classics. Hopefully you heard it. If you didn't, you caught it this morning. Two more chances to hear it at noon and again at 4 o'clock. It's always good to hear what the coach has to say. He goes more in-depth on the Arthur Jones tribute night. He talks about how before UCF, by the way, the team stayed in a hotel the night before. That was for a home game. Interesting stuff. Plenty of highlights from the last three games. Even though two were losses, they were eventful comebacks at Temple and SMU and then the East Carolina game. And a little about tonight with Rodenko Dobras being the honoree. Funny anecdote from the coach about how Bobby Pascal got him sight unseen and Boy, he was lucky. That was Coach BG's word. So if you want a full preview of tonight's game, you're going to get it in the third segment of that Brian Gregory show in the final segment. So that'll run at around roughly 1235 and 435 this afternoon. But for tonight's game, the one thing to keep an eye on, okay, there's going to be a lot. Memphis comes to town a little bit hot after losing to, and I mean hot in a they're bothered way, losing to Tulane at home last weekend. Memphis feeling like it needs to reestablish itself as an NCAA tournament team. The Bulls' Tyler Harris, of course, former Memphis Tiger, is going to be trying to break the American Athletic Conference all-time record for threes. He needs, fittingly enough, three of them. Got plenty of them at Memphis. Actually had plenty of threes against Memphis as the Bulls led by 10 points with 12 minutes to go in that game before the Tigers Well, they roared back and got the Bulls. We'll replay that game a couple of times today. And by the way, his career three-pointers do not include the 39 he made during the one season he stepped away and played for Iowa State. Great stuff on Tyler and on Rodenko Dobras, who will be honored at tonight's game, courtesy of Joey Johnston on GoUSFBulls.com. I didn't fully realize that Dobras' first season, you know, was the point guard, so he was calling the plays. Didn't really understand English. Fred Lewis had a good quote in that article saying, yeah, that was kind of a problem. And also, Rodenko himself said his first year sitting in class, he didn't really know what he was listening to. Amazing that he got through that and did what he did with the Bulls, leading them to the NCAA tournament. So, he'll be honored tonight as part of the game. 6.30 pregame, 7 o'clock tip-off at the Yingling Center. And right now, the Tigers are right on that NCAA tournament bubble. Their last time out with that lost two-lane, they dropped out of the two-spot in the conference. Tulane, by the way, another big overtime win last night. We'll do a brief around the American at the end of the hour with more details. But as far as the Tigers go, they actually enter the night in fourth place because Tulane has surged into the two-spot. But still 17-6 and six overall. Unbelievable point guard in Kendrick Davis and DeAndre Williams underneath. And a very scary pressure defense when they can turn that up. Penny Hardaway's team does. 
A note on the women's team, by the way, from their game last week against East Carolina. Two highlight reel plays, both made it on the Americans' top five plays of the week. The unbelievable spin move, reverse layup that didn't hit the backboard by Carla Brito was the number four play, and the number two play was Elena Chinecki freestyling and throwing it in bounds off of an East Carolina player and scoring. So check that out. I retweeted it at Derek Sharp on Tuesday night. On GoUSFBulls.com, you can also see a fantastic article about for a 16th straight semester, the overall GPA of all the student athletes at USF, which is a record, is above three. Has the numbers as far as per team. How about cross-country track and field with 37, baseball with 27, same as women's soccer. That's a pretty good chunk of the roster. And the best fall term GPA on the women's side was golf with a 358. On the men's side, it was tennis with the 369. Awesome stuff in the classroom. And if you follow the teams on Twitter, they were all putting out their GPAs. And we definitely want to recognize that. Well, yesterday we glossed about how the women's golf team had set a program record. And why in the open did I say it's golf? Well, golf can get you, as you know. Riding high one day and not as much the next. In fact, the Bulls went from that 11-under round Monday to a two-over in their second round, as it was a 36-hole Monday. If they would have gone two-over on Tuesday in the final round, they would have finished in second place. Instead, they finished tied for fifth with a 17-over par round of 305, which actually matched the highest number that anybody shot in this event. So yes, the Bulls in one event shot a program record, which only Vanderbilt in the first round did better than and then a full 28 shots higher on the score sheet yesterday. Now, Melanie Green was even for her round and ended up six under par. That was six individually. And because of her strong start, Alize Vidal did finish in the top 10, but she was four over, including a stretch of bogey, triple bogey, and bogey. And the Bulls, kind of from the beginning, you could see we're not going to be able to challenge for second place, which is what we set up yesterday. And unfortunately, now we can use that word, the third best score for the Bulls, tied for 15th, Leo Medeiros at one under par for the three rounds, didn't count towards their team score. Now, the team has a starting lineup of five in each round. Your worst score doesn't count, so the top four do. And then you get a sixth player that gets to compete as an individual, gets to come on the trip, and maybe work on their game. Well, in this case, Leo Medeiros did some good work. Now, her not being in the starting lineup really didn't cost the Bulls appreciably the first two days, but it did yesterday. As her score would have given the Bulls eight better on the score sheet, would have had them in third place. But as it stood, the Bulls finished tied for fifth. They had actually slipped out of the top five. Vanderbilt rolled. They were seven under on the last day. In fact, only two other schools were one under par, and they were just exactly that one under nebraska was six over on the final day held off missouri vanderbilt 29 under nebraska four under missouri was the only other team that finished under par for the three rounds byu just shot even but that was good enough to surge into the fourth spot at five over par then the bulls and kennesaw state ended up tied for fifth at eight over so it's a lesson learned for sure for erica brendan's team you know they will handle it as such you can have a big start but you got to stay consistent and the positive first of all top five finish is really strong in this field even though you would have hoped for better after how they started but also the talent is obviously there and i'm going to guess that leo Maderos might be in the starting lineup for the next event which is in a couple weeks in las vegas in a couple hours seemingly tomorrow afternoon it'll be the start of softball season we'll get to that with a couple of members of the team along with baseball interviews when the show continues stay tuned